So before we get him on, just to make sure you're proper warmed up, I've got to do the usual download thing. I need all your help with this, okay? What's he going right? to do? What is he going to do? Sit by while Everyone. you do whatever this is. Oh, scream for me, download! <laughs> you fucking loser. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. You're listening to Sapnin Podcast. Sapnin! Sapnin! You are listening to episode 238 of Sapnin Podcast featuring myself, Sean Smith, and my good friend, Morgan Richards. Yes, it's me, Morgan Richards, and one of us is just a good guy from a bad, bad town, and the other is just a bad boy with a good reputation. Yeah, that's, that's probably right, actually. <laughs> no pun intended. No. Uh, yes, uh, this week's guest is James Richard Keith Thomas Anirin <laughs> Geraint Davis. None of them, one of them is his middle name. None of the other ones I just come up with off the top of my head are his actual middle name. Yes, that's Bob. Angry Bob. Lovely Bob. Depends what mood you've caught him in. Of the blackout guitar fame. I was going to say, I didn't think all those middle names made that Bob. Was Bob just easier to call him instead? Uh, no, in school it's because he was very, very, very quiet. Silent Bob, innit? Like Silent Bob. Oh, and he, ended right up with, he, ended his, he ended up with a long-faced sidekick who um, <laughs> is a chopsy shithead. And my brother's name is Jay. So... No! Um, it does turn out that Sean and Silent Bob are the Jay and Silent Bob. Oh, I just realized we're the Jay and Silent Bob of the alt-rock world. Oh. Uh, <laughs> it's mad what a nickname will get you, hey? But it's been, a, it's been a very interesting week. I'm sure a lot of people have, have seen what's been going on lately. Yes, I can confirm I've been struggling with hay fever. Um, it hasn't uh. been great. Um, I'm taking the big boy tablets. I spent money on them. Side effects aren't great. Ecstasy. You're taking <laughs> ecstasy. Ooh, yeah, but I no, like no. fever. Probably makes you love a fever. Uh, maybe oh, part of sniffing pollen. <laughs> be, being sniffy is so cool, man. It feels, it feels wicked. <laughs> oh, no, seriously. This week was the return <laughs> of the blackout. 
Who hey. would have thought it? Hey. Not me. After Not me. Eight years. That's eight. Eight, eight years. Count them up. Count them. <laughs> 2015 to 23, 15 to 23. Look, this is how I work it out. 15 plus 5 is 20. 20 to 23 is 3. 5 plus 3 is 8. That's 8 years. And if you're wondering why we've just had to work out the maths on this, fucker, it's because live on stage at Download Festival, Gavin, Mark, Kevin, Keith, <laughs> Alan, Esloin Butler said we had been missing for seven years. And then when I corrected him and told him it's eight, he doubled down and said it was seven, <laughs> even though everybody else in our tent can count. <laughs> Fair play to him. Fair play to it. Like, what balls does it take, right, to literally deny a fact that's in front of you? That's Donald Trump MAGA levels of fucking dissonance. Oh, use, use a fact. Oh, I don't believe facts anymore because someone else told me something else. <laughs> Jesus Christ, God. Oh, well, you know, maybe it was the nerves of being back on stage again. But the blackout are back. It's been a very yeah. wholesome week seeing all the love and support for you guys playing gigs again, rolling over to the podcast and just us at Downloads Festival this past week. Uh, we talked on the last episode about your return show at Mirtha Tidville. But in the meantime, you played a packed tent at Download Festival at the 20th anniversary. The podcast was there for the whole weekend, recording some other stuff backstage. And we did a live podcast stage show on the side splitter on the Saturday morning. So we thought, why not combine the two for a perfect excuse to kind of reminisce over this last week and reflect all these emotions and incredible experiences you guys never thought you'd get to relive again. Yes, this was a fantastic podcast. It's probably my favorite one we've done live so far. Thank you very, very much to Bob for doing it. Um, you saved our bacon and you were absolutely fucking class, funny, articulate. Yeah, what you said was beautiful and poignant. So yes, thank you very much to my brother-in-arms, James Richard, Clive, I can't remember the name of the Davis. <laughs> Bob, Bob. Yeah, it's been an emotional roller coaster of a week. As you said, um, we played Monday, last Monday in Merthyr Tidville at the Red House of the Town Hall to a sold out show where, um, it was 250 people going mad from front to back. You normally get a few miserable knobheads up the back standing still. That wasn't the case and it blew our minds. And then download, as you will hear, was no different. We genuinely, genuinely didn't expect it. We didn't mention this on stage. I texted the group WhatsApp after I found out the capacity of the tent was apparently 5,000, sent it to the group, and Bob said, I really wish I hadn't seen that because uh, we were all terrified that nobody would turn up. So the fact that the fucking tent was full makes my fucking heart full. But then what happened was, on the Saturday of Download, I made the walk from the main stage to the Avalanche stage, right? On Friday, we got ushered around the back in a minibus, so we didn't have to walk that far. So, what I need to say is, if you're listening to this and you came to see the blackout at Download, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I genuinely, genuinely appreciate how much effort it was to get to that fucking avalanche stage, right? To me, it was closer to Slam Dunk than it was Download, right? <laughs> so the fact that you guys made that walk over to see the blackout will never, ever go unnoticed. 
it meant the fucking world to us. When I when I told the boys, they couldn't get over it either. And the messages, the outpouring of love, the photos, the videos, the comments, the amount of people I met at Download who, who congratulated me, were happy for me, or were overjoyed themselves that the blackout was back. Honestly, it means the absolute world to me. I cannot specify it enough. I know this sounds very serious. This is probably the most serious I've ever been in a row on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. But it means that it means the absolute world to each and every one of us. If you were there, you know that I mentioned that we might do it all again in February 2024. So Ooh. we are currently looking at dates now. They should be hopefully secured in the next few days. So please keep an eye on the Blackout socials at the Blackout on Twitter, at the Blackout Music on Instagram, at the Blackout Music on TikTok. Um, even though TikTok uh, took our video down from Merthyr the other day because we used one of our own songs on it. What? <laughs> that, doesn't, that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. No, but, it does but not. No. There has been so much overpouring of love and it's been so amazing to see. I'm so happy for you guys. I'm so happy to see how excited you all were on stage and just to be able to do this again, brother. I've been here for the last four and a half years and I know exactly how much this means to you. So it's been absolutely wonderful to see. I want to say a huge thank you to everyone who came to watch us do this live podcast on the Saturday morning of Download Festival and just all the messages I've received in the kind of secondhand leftovers just by association. It's been the, the best time and I'm glad we could kind of do this with Bob on the stage in front of people and just kind of get the reaction of your thoughts, feelings, and what's next for the band. I mean, Bob's going to talk about a lot from his side. I ask you a few things as well. And it's just a very insightful, relaxed, and hilarious conversation about the blackout and everything else uh, going on. Um, before we get into the conversation, just a reminder... Uh, go and follow us at Sapling Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Support us via our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Sapnin. Go on. And if you're gutted, you've missed us to do this live on the stage in person and you're like, oh, I really wish I could watch these two and make fun of them. Well, we're going to be doing another one next yes. month at 2000 Trees Festival. How many trees? 2,000 trees, Sean. Fucking hell. Surely the festival's getting bigger. They're going to have to have less trees eventually. Or is it more trees? Because they would have more space. No, less well, trees, wouldn't have, they? Yeah, they'd have to plant them, wouldn't they? To <laughs> they fucking get to more. You do realise how trees work, don't you? Anyway, carry on, bud. Carry on. Carry on. Live podcast. You were excited about it. I, I cut the fucking run you had going in half. Carry on, bud. Sorry. On July the 8th, on the Saturday, we're going to be doing a live podcast stage show and DJing the Silent Disco live from Upcourt Farm in Cheltenham. Weekend and VIP tickets are running very, very low. But because Festival love us, we love them, we have very dedicated listeners. We do. They are giving people £40 off VIP 40 and pounds? weekend tickets while they last. All you need to do is head over to 2000treesfestival.co.uk forward slash tickets and use the promo code SAPNIN. That's £40 off weekend Fucking and VIP hell. tickets. S-A-P-P-E-N-I-N. S-A-P-P-E-N-I-N. SAPNIN. Type that in a fucking code. 40 quid, mine. Yeah. Tell you what, if you use that and we see you here, 
You owe us a tenner. <laughs> <laughs> well, they don't only get to see us, but bands like Bullet for My Valentine, Ooh. Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes, <laughs> Soft Play, nice. Skin Dread, Death yes. Havana, The Wendy Years, Great. Hellas for Heroes, Fantastic. Lost Alone, The yes. Exits, the list goes Brilliant. on and on and on. Head over to the website to check the full lineup and come and see us at Upcott Farm in Cheltenham. Yes. We both went to talk at the same time. Now there's been a big gap. What were you going to say, Morgan? <laughs> Without any further ado, let's see how this works out live in front of a crowd with the wonderful and angry, but I saw him smiling this week, James Bob Davis. You did not see him fucking smiling. Don't let him hear that. He will murder you in your sleep. Anyway, this is Bobby Sauce on episode 238 of Sapping Podcast. Once again, thank you very much from me and everybody in the blackout. Um, what a fucking week. Roll on fucking February. Sapping! Sapping! That was very aggressive. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping and that extends to their outdoor collection their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements featuring rust proof stainless steel hardware weather ready teak and quick dry foam cushions for memorial day get 15 percent off your burrow purchase at burrow.com slash acast and up to 25 percent off outdoor that's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. First things first, uh, Sapnin. 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 It's like, never going to catch on. Yeah. It's been four years. Like You think you would have done it by now. It's too early. It's never going to happen. That's right. It's never going to happen. But no, like, as I said, this week's been very um, emotional in a lot of ways. You know, not being a band for eight years and then... Being a band. Being <laughs> a band. You know, so there's a difference there. There is a subtle difference, yeah. <laughs> How are you feeling um, reflecting on it and being able to play these two last shows and seeing the difference between Merthyr and Download and everything going on? Yeah, um, it's been a bit overwhelming, to be honest. Um, we kind of made the decision, like, maybe we can 
get into it in a bit or whatever, but we made the decision that we were going to do it uh, towards the end of last year. And yeah. when you sort of talk about it and it's just something that's off in the distance, it's, you, you know, you just think, well, yeah, okay, that'll be, that should be fine. I'm sure that'll be fine. You know, you just, yeah, how about that date? Yeah, that'd be great. And then it gets a little bit closer. And then from, obviously, from Monday, it's been, like, really, really real. And I wasn't, I don't know, I was a bit more thing about Monday because we'd already known that it had, like, sold and it, was, it sold out really fast and that was really amazing. So that was great. And then... I was really, really, really fucking nervous yesterday. Like the most nervous I've been for a show in like 10 years. And I normally... Well, yeah, you haven't played for eight. Oh, no, you are. You have seven, oh, no. I think. <laughs> I completely forgot we've got another band as well. Yeah. yeah don't tell the others. Yeah. If anybody's filming this, delete that now. <laughs> yeah. oh, I have played that, that band. And that bit. Yeah. <laughs> and this bit explaining... <laughs> and that bit, and that bit, and that bit. Shall I come in again? Shall I just yes, go let's off? let's start again. Um, no. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, I would, so it was just really, really like scary. Um, and so I, that just kind of went quite a long way into the set yesterday where I was just like, I'm still shitting myself. <laughs> um, and then it was like, only like the last like, two or three songs. So I went, oh, okay, I've actually enjoyed it. And I did enjoy it. It was not like, sound like well, it was rubbish. It wasn't, it was just, just overwhelmingly brilliant. So I've just, I think I'm not really going to be able, the problem with this is, this, this podcast happened too soon. You need to ask me this question like Thursday next week. And I'll be like, yeah, I can tell you that. Well, but right now I'm just like, yeah. it's all just a bit like rolling around in my head no, of course yeah. and it's a lot to take in isn't it and, and especially when you've put that to bed and you've moved on to different things and as you, know, you two are in Raiders a completely different project to that but oh yeah what was um, what was the feeling just like backstage in Merthyr and stuff as well because I was lucky enough to be in the crowd I've seen you guys above the set there's so much love in that room but how were you all feeling beforehand? Was it easier because it was like family around? It was just kind of, oh, we're doing this? Or was there a bit of like, oh, fuck, like this was is actually happening? Gavin demanded his own dressing room because <laughs> he thinks he's some sort of rock superstar now. It's those beautiful blue eyes. Yeah. Um, but no, want- it was a nice vibe. It was, it yeah. was cool. It was, it was strangely familiar. Like you, you just instantly just like drop back into the whole vibe and just be like, oh yeah, I know exactly what this is like now. And you do, you do sound check and you go, oh, great, now there's nothing to do for three hours and you just sit around. So all that stuff just feels like you haven't missed a beat. And kind of the same deal with the set as well. Um, but then there was also just that kind of thing of like, I'm so old. <laughs> and I'm like, it's like, this is like little like sort of thing, like this is strange. This just feels like what it was like in the past. And like the, the last eight years haven't happened. Um, James but can't. Yep. Yeah. I, I pride myself on my counting to 10. It's one I of my strongest believe- features. Past, past 10, not so much. He was so confident that it had been seven years, right? That I, I was guessing my own ability to count. Yeah. I was like, yeah. perhaps he's right. He's got the confidence of a man who, ha- who knows exactly how long it is. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we all made a mistake. Yeah, I was yeah. just like, do you know what? Maybe it's, yeah, maybe it's me who's yeah. wrong. No, turns around. Yeah. I should have just remembered. He's a fucking idiot. <laughs> it's just been eight years of not being on stage with him, with him saying things that are absolutely bang wrong. And then um, somebody went, yeah, yeah, can confirm. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Yeah, but um, yeah, I think I, I think I worried you the day before yesterday when I, um, Ollie, our lighting guy, asked um, how many capacity the tent was. And I found out and, and sent it over because um, Download told us it was a 5,000 capacity tent. 
And <laughs> I sent it over to the group, and then Bob instantly went with, oh, I really wish I didn't know that. <laughs> it was like, I looked to pick my phone up, and the phone's been, you know, all this week has just been pretty active with various bits and bobs, and most of it, nearly all of it good. And yeah. just that came up, and it was a picture, I think, of the tent as well. So it was like the empty tent, and then just 5,000 cap. And I just went... <laughs> okay and so that was like I put that in the in the anxiety pile with everything else and yeah. I'll just bundle it up and suppress my feelings yeah. nice like a sensible person well how um, <laughs> how useful did you think doing that Murtha show in the end actually was because for people who didn't know originally you'd signed a contract to download that it was going to be that was the exclusive so you only could come back for that yeah. Andy Copping was very uh, nice and said you could do a warm up after the event sold out Clive Nation um, do you think like doing it in front of 200 people first let you get into the swings of it a, a bit more and then... No, it didn't help at all. Hindered. <laughs> um, yeah, it was worse, if anything. Oh. Um, I had more Shit. time to be... No, it was... Um, yeah, obviously, it was a massive thing to kind of break that sort of like the, the, the sort of the seal, I guess, mm. of like this, this gig, as in the download gig yesterday, wasn't going to be like the first gig. It was going to be at least one that you can like just run through and make sure stuff. Even just from the, the boring, like nerdy point of like, I hope all my cables work. I hope all my gear doesn't go <laughs> when I turn it on. And that's like, that normally is like the bit. Once everything gets turned on and you give me my guitar, I go, dun, 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 and I'm like, fucking hell, sorry. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Still better, that- still better than my actual guitar player. <laughs> yeah. um, it works. Cables yeah, work. Yeah, maybe I should have just done that. Um, yeah, once that happens, normally I'm all right, but that was not the case yesterday. But yeah, it was a massive help, and we were really like, appreciative the download were like, a bit flexible on it. But also, with our first Mirtha show, um, so the day it went on sale, it went on sale on a Friday, and it was 11, it went on sale at 12 o'clock on a Friday, and Gavin Butler sent a message to the band WhatsApp group saying, boys had a nightmare last night that we're going to struggle to sell this gig um, we're going to struggle to get many people to come to it. Then 12 o'clock happened and reset, reset the sentence. Oh, we should be all right. We've had some good engagement on Instagram. <laughs> what a disgusting 2023 thing to say. <laughs> oh, we should be all right. We had engagement on Instagram. And then at 12.01, I got to text the boys and go, don't worry, boys. It's sold out. Hey. Um, so yeah, that was, and then Reese said, what do you mean? And I went, refresh the link. <laughs> and then he refreshed and replied with, no tickets. And I went, that will be sold out. I like the idea as well that in the intervening eight years, Reese had forgotten what the concept of a sold out gig is. <laughs> like he just erased all ideas about music from his mind. He was like, sold out. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's been so long. <laughs> yeah. And our last couple of tours, yeah, definitely didn't sell out. Yeah, so, that's yeah, true. It's I suppose it's been a while since we reacquainted ourselves <laughs> ah, with that yeah. concept. It makes sense. No, he was right. He was right <laughs> to be confused. Oh, fair play to him. Smart man. Always said that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sure, like, it's been just weird getting the, the sense of people care again because, you know, you bake up a band and then you think, like, you know, that no one really cares about it. You put it in the back of your mind. But you've seen so much love and support these last few months since you announced everything. Yeah. I mean, there's pretty much loads of people here who have just come to this festival because you guys are playing. There's people who flew, 
all the way from Australia. That's true. To see these yeah. two. Yeah, so no, like, we need to have a word about that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> getting out of hand. When, when you see this and you see like things like that online, is it just kind of like, wow, like, is a real like realization of how special the blackout was and how special that music resonated with people? Yeah, I think the, the big, like, the, one of the biggest things I was saying about how nervous I was at the gig yesterday, one of the main, like, they were, apart from just kind of like getting to be able to like remove that in like the, just from being on stage for a bit and being like comfortable. The other massive thing was that like by the last two songs, I, because of where you are and how far away, sometimes you just kind of like, you look at the crowd and you can't, you just kind of see like a, like a, a mass of people when, when there's as many people who was there, which was also mind blowing. But then you've got an idea in your mind about what, the crowd should be doing in your mind yeah. at a certain point. Like they should yeah. be bouncing now. They should be doing <laughs> and if they're not, just because not because they're not enjoying it, they're just not doing what you in your mind think they would be doing at that point. You're like, hmm, are they And we're all old now as well. And we're so all, that's what we had to consider. We were like, yeah, so maybe if they don't the, jump yeah. up and down all the way through the song, that's okay. Yeah. Because our knees are fucked. Yeah. So yeah. maybe anybody else is up. Yeah, there's a lot more just like, that's very good, but I'm not moving forward. <laughs> yeah. Just thanks a lot for that. But what I saw in like the last two songs uh. was um, when uh, you mentioned about the potential of doing the, the shows next year. I saw someone in like the second or third row a dude just looking skywards with tears streaming down his face. Just like, couldn't believe, like, just like, <gasps> like so happy. And I was like, oh yeah, shit, this is like, th that just like, it might have been you. It might well have been, it actually might have been you, yeah. Yeah, so you made my day yesterday. So there we go. Um, so if you just yeah. cried, if you had cried at the beginning yeah, if of you the could set, have, yeah, you could if you could, the whole gig To be through. honest with you, if you could have done that in the first like second song, that would help me out a ton. So just think about that for next time, all right? He reckons he did, so. Oh, you did? Well, I didn't see it. Be more obvious when you're sad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for next time, get a bigger head. <laughs> yeah. no, I don't know. <laughs> um, like Pikachu. Yeah, so that was that was like that. It's yeah. that like level of like in, like the fact that it means so much to people that I'd forgotten. Like I just kind of you just you know you you make the decision to to stop doing it and then you do all the other stuff and you just you forget and you just forget that it's just like so important to people mm. and obviously it's important to us as well. But it, uh, yeah, it, that was that was that's been the map the biggest like thing of, like the last week. It's just been overwhelming mm. yeah but as well when you guys did your first practice like sean was telling me how easy it was it was just muscle memory and for you all play those songs again it wasn't like what's this part what did we do here mm. you all guys just kind of knew exactly like picking up uh well, picking yeah well the original thing was when we decided so basically we've always had the main band chat that's what it's called on whatsapp and um, we've always kept in touch. And then we started talking later la last year, probably like J July, August time, I think it was. And we were, I'm in an hour in about gigs or whatever. And then I think Matthew, Matthew chirped up and said, look, none of us are getting any younger. Our crowd's definitely not getting younger and people are forgetting at an incredible rate. So if we're gonna do anything, let's do it soon. And I wasn't expecting that. Like, I wasn't expecting any of that. So, and then, and then I was like, oh, here we go. I'm, now I'm going to be... So I got excited when Matthew said that. Because I was like, oh, somebody wants it. Yes. <laughs> it's not just me. Ha, ha, ha. And then, so then, but then instantly the fear of, like, 
Bob or somebody else going, nah, I don't fancy it. It was, it was about to break my heart. But then everybody was like, you know what? Go on then, yeah, go on. And I think... Thanks, Matt. Um, <laughs> I, I think, like, that was the thing about what Matt said was just kind of like, you, can't, you couldn't really argue with it. You were like, yeah. no, fair point, fair point, fair point. And I think it was just, I kind of come around to the idea of just like, I was, it took me a long time yeah. after the band finished to like separate myself from being that guy, if that makes sense. And it was like, it was tough. Like it was a tough process to go like, all right, what am I going to do with myself? And like, I bounced around and did like some shit jobs and I was just like, well, I don't know what I'm doing. I felt a bit like, aimless about everything. I'm not, don't worry, this won't go on that much longer. It's like, we don't care about you and your life. <laughs> um, yes, we do. And, um, and then I... Carry on, carry on. <laughs> and, um, and it was only like, it was like, it was right before the pandemic, actually, where I was like, there was something I was just like, maybe I'm like in a, in a spot now where I could think about doing this again. And obviously, boom, everything closes down for whatever. And there's <laughs> the a black I want to come back. Yeah. A virus to keep everybody indoors forever. We've been holding on to this for decades for this very moment. <laughs> yeah. This is the thing we need to stop. <laughs> Release it. Um, it's almost as if God has found the perfect way to piss me off. <laughs> Very clever fella. You shouldn't have said all that stuff about him. Yeah. Um, Frick. Frick. And um, that was originally the thing of like, oh, we could, right before that point, I was like, maybe in my mind. And then that just looked like it had just put the kibosh on it forever. And I was like, well, okay, fin of that. And then that was again, like that extra two years of just being like, now it's kind of got to be now or never really. And it was just like that appetite to just get back out into the world and do stuff that everyone I think had after that period as well. And so that kind of intensified the thing. So when Matt was like, we just got to kind of like do it. And I think the other thing we did that was really important was we didn't like, we didn't sort of make it like a declarative thing of just being like, right, we are going to come back. It started with just like, let's just get in a room and practice and see how it goes. Yeah. And that's so low stakes that we were like, all right, okay, fine. Let's just do that then. So then we, we did that. And that was when it just, the moment we started, it was like, shall we try a song? I think the first song we played was like Top of the World. It was just, everyone was just, you know, tuning up and just, you know, making sure everything started. And then Snoss was just like, should we do something? And we just, and everyone just went, <laughs> Yeah, no, that bit. Yeah, nice. that bit's fine. Yeah, that's bit. Okay, fine. Yeah. And we just got all the way through it. And we're like, oh yeah, this is, it's all just like muscle memory. It's all yeah. just starts coming Well, back. the text, yeah, the text came through and it was like, right, use 10 songs that we've played yeah. before. Um, let's just have a listen to them. And then when we get in a room, we'll try them out. And if we don't know the parts, we can always teach each other the parts or, or whatever. And we got in that room and we just blazed through those songs pretty much to the point where there was a moment when I was looking at Gavin and I could not remember the words, the beginning, the first verse to save ourselves. And I was just looking at him and I was like. And then instantly it was like, so you and me are history. What the? Like it was, it just came back and it was like, it was crazy that like you, you talk muscle memory, but. I don't understand how my mouth was like, I know this, but my brain was like, you haven't got a clue. You are miles off. I was way off. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was, yeah, it was strange, but it was awesome. Like, well, I think what you're doing there, I was talking about muscle memory. Yeah. You're just talking about memory, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> That's what that is. No, but it, what, listen to what I'm saying. My memory was failing 
but the muscles in my mouth oh. went, ha ha, you are the words. Okay. Mouth so, memory. That's the thing, right? Mouth memory. Mouth memory. Yeah, copyright that don't, now. Don't do that face. Sorry. It's not dirty to Sorry. do the face. Sorry. Uh, yeah. But you say as well, like there was a slightly less pressure because the, you guys have just been focusing on these shows. I know there'd be a lot of people online now asking about you know, tours and what the future holds and all this and new music. But it seems like you just want to kind of keep on to just the shows being the forefront of everything and enjoying the back catalogue for what it is and experiencing these memories. Some of the back catalogue for what it is. Some of the... What, why? What one? What's the one that's... Move on. Move on. <laughs> but is... Yeah. But like... For, for people who are, who are wondering, is it just going to be now just... We just want to play shows and see what happens. For now, yeah. yeah. I think uh, it's... That's the, that's the initial thing of it from my perspective it's that we've got songs that we know people like we've got um some people <laughs> and uh, and we've go. got songs that like you know we've got like a back catalogue that people have not heard for a while as well so there's a you know there's been a big space of time where people are like i haven't heard that song played for however many years we know how many years it's eight but um <laughs> but let's just say it wasn't eight in an alternative <laughs> dimension um yeah, so I think for now that's the kind of thing. Say, I personally, I'm not really feeling the idea of writing anything more, but I'm not also going to say, no, absolutely not, because you never know what it's going to like. But right now, I don't see it. I see it. <laughs> but right now, absolutely not. Yeah. No. Right now, absolutely not. But um, possibly in the future, absolutely not as well. Yeah. But that's what I've been telling people. Like, people have been, like, when I've been walking about and talking to people they're like oh so is it going to be new music and I'm like we got like five albums that you can choose for like go and listen to them because a lot of you didn't bother with listening to fucking wolves (laughs) I know why would I put myself through that again yeah when we when we recorded the wolves EP I was like these songs are fucking brilliant that's it people are going to forgive us for start the party (laughs) they're going to really enjoy this wolves and um, I think enough people had gone, I can't trust them now. We were still in album jail, weren't we? <laughs> yeah, we were yeah, locked up for crimes committed against music. Also, then- I, I think like the other, the other element of that is, that, again, like a, like, a sh- like a show like this weekend, while there's like the pressure on it to be like fun and, and, and good and live up to the expectations for us, for us as much as for everyone who mm. came along. And it did do that, which is brilliant. Like it could have not, but okay. But if there's music attached to it, there's the pressure of like, how's the album doing? Yeah. What's going to be the single? Yeah. Is it going to be well received? Is yeah. it going to like, if it doesn't land, does it make it, you know, people are going to be like, well, the new songs they released were mess. I'm probably not going to go. But they, if we just do stuff based on the fact of what the band was in the past then you know what you're going to get and if you liked it then you're still going to like it so it kind of alleviates a bit of that pressure of being like we can just play play gigs when we want to play gigs with nothing on the line with no like schedule to hit so it's yeah. like like now like we we're doing it looks like we're probably going to be doing these shows next early next year there was originally planned to do them sooner than that which just didn't happen but that is what it is. It doesn't. It doesn't mess anything up. It yeah. doesn't throw any like release schedules off and all that kind of stuff. So it's just a bunch of stuff that you just don't have to worry about. And you could just have a good time. Yeah. So no, no labels, no management whinging about getting stuff done. No, you've got to be here at this time. It's just us sorting it out ourselves and just getting excited to play and pe- play for people and just remember and 
enjoy those old songs and mm. yeah it's, 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 it's a good. nostalgia trip at this point isn't yeah. it you know for everybody it's just like let's go back and do that thing that we did in the past remember this yeah remember, <laughs> yeah. remember when we used to be children of the night and now we're grandparents <laughs> of the night <laughs> this thing we've been in save ourselves yesterday I was like are people going to kneel down can people can kneel down can people kneel down <laughs> I'm down. I'm not getting back up. Yeah, I am down that, for the day that now. That was the worry. Yeah. My worry was that some people were going to get down, and then younger people behind them might jump around them, or <laughs> around them might jump, jump, and then they just stuck down there like I. <laughs> I just thought of it. Like after we left, like whoa, all our fades. When you leave, there's just loads of 35 year olds just just on the floor like. Pick me up, hello! Or it's the bit where you go, I want everybody to get up right now, and it's like the song kicks back in, and it's just, no, everyone, <laughs> everyone's just gradually getting themselves up over the next yeah. two minutes, like, get the fuck up! I will know! Yeah. This, this is me getting the fuck up, all right? Oh, I'm not, yeah. I'm not oh my head's gone all light. I got up too fast. <laughs> Within 90 my seconds. Legs, my legs were hurting after we had to get up as well, so that says, that says they're all. But this, you mentioned that, like, just that nostalgia trip, and I think there's so much love attention around that sort of thing at the moment i mean if you look at that scene from back in the day there's people like kids in glass houses fuel for a friend you know bands like yellow cards all getting back together and just celebrating their old time famous welsh band yellow card <laughs> Merthyr avenue ocean avenue is my favorite <laughs> bit of splot <laughs> <laughs> but what 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 do you think it is about that time in particular. That's there were so many other Welsh fans you could have mentioned. I was like, who's back? I was like, like uh, who's back? Still going from that period. Um, <laughs> what? We are the ocean. Uh, 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 young guns are back. They're not yeah, Welsh, okay. like. But They're not Welsh either. But They're closer to us than the yeah, yellow well, card, I suppose. Ocean Avenue is a bit far away in it, yeah. Yeah. Um, Might be. Shit. I don't know. I don't um, yeah. But yeah, what is it about that period? Yeah. Um, I think it was just a good period for fun, great bands, a great live scene. Like all those bands you mentioned are fucking fantastic live. Um, but the thing is, like when um, when Kids in Glass Houses announced they were doing Slam Dunk and it went fucking viral or whatever, like we were fucking over the moon, like genuinely fucking chuffed. Because we, I thought they would never do anything again. I, I, yeah, I wasn't expecting it at all. I, I was like, wow, okay, cool. I remember someone going, I think Kids in Glass Houses will do Slam Dunk. And I was like, I fucking bet my house that I haven't got. I haven't got a fucking house, so I don't even know what I'm talking about. Um, I was like, I bet anything that they're not getting back together. You bet my house, so yeah. no. <laughs> And Which is why I'm here now. <laughs> <laughs> he lives in this tent now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they came back and then, um, yeah, we had already rehearsed once before before that, I think. Yeah. And then, but seeing how, seeing the love that they got made us go, oh, maybe, maybe people will give a shit again. Mm-hmm. Because we were, at that point, we were like, oh, we'll probably just do like 100 capacity clubs if they make them. Um, yeah, we just have to do the smallest venues we could. I know we saw Kids in Glass Houses get our response, and we were like, "Ooh, maybe we could do 150 capacity clubs." Whoa! So, wow. yeah, I think, but, I think from that, you ask about like that all those yeah. bands from that period. I think there was a sort of sweet spot where a lot of those bands, and we were towards the kind of tail end of it, I think probably, and I, I would say Yellow Card more in the middle of that period where. There was probably like a point at which it was, I don't want to say easier, but like with things like MySpace and like that, the way that the kind of like digital landscape changed, 
it was easier to kind of start to like get a, like a foothold and maybe like get a little bit of a following. So those bands like Yellow Card, I remember Yellow Card being around the same kind of time as like Story of the Year and like yeah, those yeah, or, like yeah. those kind of bands. And so that you get a period where you do that and you get an opportunity to be successful and then there's still enough money in things like record sales that you can like sustain it for a period of time before the model completely changed. So then when we come in and we start off and then by the time we end, it's like gone completely to streaming and we're like, oh, we yeah. didn't really figure a way of doing this kind of stuff. So I think there were loads of those bands that were like maybe stopped I want to say like a little bit prematurely or it's like maybe we're like a little bit like we need to kind of stop and then they can kind of revisit it and come back. We see like they did it a little bit earlier, but like Thrice did the same thing. Like they yeah. went on hiatus for however long, but came back like fully fledged and have just released like three amazing records and stuff. So I think that's probably a little bit why there's like mm. so many of those bands from that time. But I think it was just genuinely, there was this massive like level of like quality stuff because you're all like different genres like doing really cool stuff in like yeah. early 2000s and mid 2000s mm. as well i think and nice. pop punk bands as well as all like the kind of screamo emo bands etc yeah. does anybody does anybody have a myspace wow. mad don't it? absolutely nuts either by the bebo bebo yeah the fuck was that the fuck up was bebo, bebo like. like i don't know uh, but I think I'm a perfect example, really, of that fan base from the nostalgia days. Because, like, I, I did a post the other day on my Instagram. It's just so nice to see all of you guys back doing this again. Because that scene was how I really got myself into music and knew how what I wanted to do with my career and kind of go into that and make so many friends and stuff. And even stuff like this, you know, I've seen people the last couple of days that I have not seen in maybe six years, seven years. Maybe even eight. Maybe even eight. <laughs> Got to count. Um, but yeah, I, I, it's given me like a new found of um, wanting to hold on to it a little bit more because I think when for my when I was younger, like 13, 14, you go into these gigs all the time, you see these bands all the time, it's yeah. just going to happen. And all my favorite bands broke up. <laughs> <laughs> I mourned them, I cried, and now they're all back together. And I'm at the age where I can like, yeah. respect it a bit more and appreciate it. So yeah, I don't know, I, for me, I'm just happy that I get to do that again. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think it, it, I feel a little bit like that as well. I think when you, when you were in it, like doing it as a job, it's a job. Like it, it, there's a there's a point. To, there is an element of it where you have to think about it like it's your job. You have to just be like, right, well, I have to make decisions that are strategic and about like making sure that we can continue to do it. You know, and then you can separate yourself from it. I, I like the way I looked up. Like I had no idea what that was. <laughs> I didn't realize Matthew was going straight to work after. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Oh, yeah. For those who don't know, Matthew from the Blackout is now a fully fledged pilot. As you do. Don't fucking cheer it. Hey, listen. If you have to fly Ryanair, <laughs> I knew you, Captain Matthew Davis, come over the tannoy. Get the fuck out of that plane as soon as you can. <laughs> the exits are here. here um, but yeah. So, yeah. That's that's a reference to my yeah, um, mortgage job. Yeah, but. sorry, and not to interrupt your point. No, but. the plane interrupted me. It wasn't. <laughs> um, I can't remember. But yeah, I think I was just agreeing with you that I yeah. think that there's that that like nostalgia trip thing has mm. been like I felt that as well because now the kind of this because linked to the thing of like there's no stakes or not so many stakes and you have to worry about it. You can just be like, this is great, this is fun, this is wonderful to see people being so happy about it and not have to worry 
about the kind of boring stuff. Like, just go, I got to go back to work on Monday, and I will, and it'll be like <laughs> I'll probably just be like, do you know what I did on Friday? <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah. So yeah. it's just like. It, it's it's a nice thing that this has kind of come around, yeah. and I, I think you're absolutely right that it's mm. just that's really made it that uh, nostalgia like element a lot stronger. Mm, I think yeah. why I think probably all those bands are coming back around because they feel that as well. This is a, a question yeah. because I'm not so much in the kind of like scene yeah. anymore because I'm old and crap. <laughs> mm. But is is there as intense a scene as there was? like 10, 15 years ago? Like, have I just dipped out of it because I'm not in it anymore? You know, I've, I've changed what I do. I, I, or, cool. <laughs> I was going to say, I think so. Yeah, there is. I think there's bands like Holden Absence, for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who've got such a, like, a community and love towards them. And there is like bands around that kind of thing. Yeah. And they, you know, but I don't see it as in the sense of all sounding so different and could tour with each other so like you know I used to see like Young Guns and you guys tour or Kids and Glass Houses would go out with like you know maybe do a few shows with Funeral you know, it doesn't add up musically but the, the scene wise it does mm-hmm. I think there is a lot of bands really care about today but I, I'm not sure if you can compare it to the intensity of like you know those Kerrang days and it meant a lot to be on the cover mm-hmm. and on what a Kerrang tour would do and, and what not but, yeah. Who's slagging off Quran? Uh, do we do we have do we have friends there before I slag them off? Yeah, well, I, oh, we do. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm well. still, still in two bands. You, pr- <laughs> I'm not going to be on there, am I? Is no, no, <laughs> I'm <laughs> oh, all right, fine. Fucking hell! was a long con that was, was Mark, to come yeah. all the way through this <laughs> <whole> podcast <laughs> for four years just to get us onto the stage so that you could throw us under the Quran bus. <laughs> I apologise. I've been right. planning this since 2018. This <laughs> all come to the day. Those are the words of Morgan Richards, <laughs> and not Sapling Podcast or the Blackout. All Raiders. All Raiders. Well, yeah, I'm or anything horrible. else ever. I don't know what I was. Well, I think I think we've done sufficient damage to that. Uh, <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. It's just like a scene and and stuff. But there's there are some great bands, and that's going to lead into my next question was when you eventually do these more shows, whether it be, you know, the start of next year or further, are you hoping to maybe look to do stuff where you take out younger bands that you've checked out or you've heard about? Or are, nah. you, are you quite interested <laughs> yeah, in, in doing tours with those bands you used to share the road with a lot back in the day? Or like a mixture of the two? I mean, what what's your feelings and all that? I, the other day, um, I met up with uh, a guy called Johnny Phillips who's a promoter at a company called SJM. Did somebody just cheer for Johnny Phillips? That's Truly. the first. Was, Johnny, was it Johnny Phillips? Yeah, it's Johnny Phillips. Yeah. Oh, oh, all right. I was going to say, Whoa. Jesus, unless that's Anne, unless that's Anne Phillips, Johnny's mother, <laughs> I don't know who else would cheer for him. So, um, no, I was talking to him the other day and he was like, oh, have you thought about supports yet? And I was like, fucking, we haven't even... We're not even sure about dates, you shit. Like, what about support? So then I've asked for um, My Chemical Romance. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it asking it. They can only say no. <laughs> no, up to match. They'll do it. Imagine they said yes. <laughs> All right, would you like to support us in 1,000 capacity venues? And they're like, I don't even remember 1,000 capacity venues. I can't even count that low. <laughs> I start higher. <laughs> Yeah, $2,000 bill. <laughs> it starts at 2000 fella. 
Um, yeah, so yeah, we are thinking about supports now. Um, yeah, ultimately, I think we've kind of got two options. We can do the take two new bands out, um, or we could p potentially take out like another a band kind of similar to our size or, you know, just yeah. slightly less or whatever, and then have a, a, a good young opener as well. Um, so, yeah, yeah we, I guess we'll see. Um, I, yeah, I we've think. literally only just started talking yeah. about it, and so I think there's a bunch of different ways we can go with it. Um, I think it's always... I think we've always tried going all the way back, and I think the attitude is the same now, that if we can possibly, like, help a band and give them a bit of a, a you know, a, a platform... To, to play in front of some people then we'll try and do it because that's what happened to us mm. like you got to pay it forward that's the way the cycle keeps going so you got to otherwise you, we're so grateful we wouldn't have got where we got if it wasn't for massive amounts of opportunities that we took so you've just got to make sure another man will come along you give them that opportunity and they seize that opportunity and they just are absolutely savage on the night and they're like that band are awesome and the crowd go yeah that band are awesome I should check them out and that's always like a nice thing to see until they get bigger than us in six months and then you're furious <laughs> and sick inside like kids in glass houses like kids in glass houses for example the fucks you, uh, and you made six yeah. I remember we played with you made six and they came up to us and they were, so, they were like I can't believe we played with the blackout and six months later they were like five times bigger than the blackout and you're like shit <laughs> and then we were like uh, do you remember us remember the yeah because yeah, we played like Abbasoch or something like that we played, yeah yeah we played a festival and I remember Max come up and he was literally like oh my god I can't believe we played with you and we were like what yeah. the fuck this is strange and then yeah we played football with them for a little bit and then like you said six months later they were they were fucking huge and then we had to go back and be like oh remember when you used to like us um, is there any chance we could play with you guys now and uh, yeah it's just a weird thing and then yeah we took Kids in Glass Houses on their first ever tour yeah. and now they're fucking huge and I haven't seen Penny one of that I'm still waiting for a, at least a fiver from Alid. He owes me at least a fiver. <laughs> yeah, for, for things unrelated entirely. <laughs> like lifts and stuff. That's true. Uh, well, as well, um, what I've enjoyed, I enjoyed in the crowd yesterday is just the simple little things people were really excited about. The fact that, you know, Sean dyed his ear just for yesterday. Just for yesterday. Yeah. So yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Monday. Um, <laughs> yeah. So this was a drunken idea, right? <coughs> I went to go and see Bullet for my Valentine playing Swansea. Um, woo indeed. Woo indeed. You're um, right went, to woo. I went to see Bullet for my Valentine in Swansea. I'd had a couple of a uh, couple of beers, and I text. Um, Oh, I messaged my friend Shelley, who is a um, unbelievable award-winning hairdresser and colorist. And <laughs> it was the arrogance, the arrogance of me. I just met. Oh, oh, oh no! Aha! Uh -huh. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> uh, the arrogance of me, drunk. So I was like, Shelley, what is this idea? We're playing on Monday, the fifth of June, and then we're doing download on a Friday, 9th of June. Any chance you can fit me in on the seventh to dye my hair blonde? I want to do something special for download. And she replied, yeah, come in 10.30 and all this stuff. Like she made room. And then when I got to the shop, 
Um, I realized that she's got like a three-month waiting list for new clients and all this shit. And she was meant to have clients in on that day. And I just drunkenly went, you can fit me in, can't it? Hey! <laughs> and um, yes, so she, I went in. It took fucking hours to do because she's a professional and great at it. Um, and uh, yeah, <laughs> so when I came out yesterday, I saw somebody in the guest area and they said, um, I said, like, oh, what do you think of this? Eh? It's daft, isn't it? I, I, look like, um, I look like mongrel bounty hunter. I look like dog's long lost Welsh son. And they went, no, you don't. With them pink glasses on, you look like Jimmy Savile. Shit. 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 Well, you have my utmost sympathy for having so many hair options. <laughs> Sorry, Bear. And I wish you the best in all of your <laughs> ill-gotten endeavours that come as a result of you doing silly stuff to your hair. Yeah. Do you look at me and go, I just like one of those four ear cuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you could break off a piece for your boy, that would be great. Yeah, I was expecting someone to make the comment, it looks like his fringe has fallen down the back of his head. <laughs> but I haven't had it yet, so what are you fucks will do? That's one for you to work in sure. later on. <laughs> um, but yeah. yeah. I was making point of just little things as well, people enjoying, not just the songs, just seeing your smile, seeing like... I did rip my... I did... You're talking about little things that people... Uh, excited people. But I did rip my crotch on my trousers yesterday. <laughs> so people nearly saw a very little thing. That may have excited them. That, yeah, that would have um, upset a lot of people. Uh, well, yeah, sure, sure, sure. We nearly became the sack out live on stage oh. last night. <sighs> I was thinking, like, it happened about three quarters of the way through the set and I was like... I might just rip these off now. So I grabbed the hole and I was like, that's it, I'm going to rip them. And I thought, oh no, your only other pair of trousers are in the Airbnb, uh, <laughs> which is about a six hour drive from there, even though it's four minutes away. As I said to you yesterday, though, the prospect of you spending the, the rest of yesterday wearing just a belt in the belt loops that you've like ripped <laughs> off and just pants would have been delightful. Yeah, but the problem is, because I'm a bit tight, um, uh, with money, because um, I'm tight with money, um, I was wearing H&M pants. And as any boy who's ever bought a pair of pants from H&M will know, they go really baggy on the leg very, very quickly. So literally, I would have just been um, satchel out all day. Like it would, I would have been bag out and nobody wants to see that. That would be a different show. I say, I say that, nobody wants to see that. But I did show Hannah from Hot Milk my hole. <laughs> and that's a regular sentence. And then she said, put a ball in my hand. <laughs> and I went, I can't, there's other people about. And yeah, um, but yeah that, it's a bit of a behind the scenes knowledge. Behind the scenes. Hey, the stuff that goes yeah. on behind the scenes. That's just a standard sentence. How many <laughs> other people? You wouldn't believe how many bands are backstage holding each other's testicles. It's nuts. Oh. 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 What a load of bollocks. Not, I, if I, I had said that. I turned into Morgan. If I oh. had said that. I'm a shocking mess I was, but. Sorry. 
Any more little things you want to mention briefly before me and Sean interrupt you and talk for five minutes about pants and hair? <laughs> well, as we start to wind this up, I don't think we have that many minutes left. Um, eight? Would it be eight? <laughs> Do we have eight minutes left? No, oh, seven, seven. Seven. <laughs> seven. Nice and gone. Is it eight? It's seven. Perfect, that is. I can't believe we planned that joke to happen just there at that time. Yeah, um, Download's always been a place where you guys have had some great memories anyway from yeah. over the years. If you uh, shared a dressing room space with Motley Crue. We did that Or uh, filling in for some 41 for oh. the 100th time and having... Um, we fucking doing more than that now, probably. <laughs> Jesus Christ, they've, they've knocked it on the head again, haven't they? Well, you can't have the t- two bands at the same time, apparently. We can only have either some 41 or the Blackout. There's no overlap anymore, so... Fuck, it's got to be some 41, surely. I like how you started out by saying there were some great memories and as you were listing them, I was like, I have no memory of this place. <laughs> and like Gandalf, I was just like, what way? Who, who did this? How dare you? Well, I was just going to say, like, if that break on those a bit and, like, the well, mad moments of download. In 2009, we did, uh, I think we were second on the main stage. Yep. And that was the year that uh, Faith No More came back, Limp Biscuit came back, yeah. and Corn came back. And the Blackout decided, instead of playing one of our songs and then ultimately getting paid more money by uh, PRS... Um, let's do a medley of those other bands that we love. So we ended up doing, um, we went from our song Spread Legs Not Lies into Corn Blind, into Break Stuff, and then into uh, Epic by Faith No More. And um, yeah, yeah, we, yeah, waste our time doing that. And, um, <laughs> and then, yeah, then I was backstage and I saw Fred Durst in the flesh for the first time. And um, when I was 17, I discovered. Um, no, it's not 17. I was probably a little bit older. I was probably about 19 when I discovered Chocolate Starfish and that a grown man is allowed to sway and shout all the time and that's his job. And then ultimately I'm seeing the man who made me discover what I could do is in front of me. So I just walked up to him and I was like, excuse me, Mr. Durst, um, I don't want to stop you and your family, but my band played earlier. We were the second on. We did a cover of break stuff. I hope you're not annoyed. And he was like, no, nah, man, that's cool. And I was like, all right, I gotta go. And then, that was it. No, nah, man, that's cool. Why are you talking like that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah um, I did a similar thing because it was because that was the same year. Yeah, Faith No More played. So same Faith voice? No- what? Did you use the same voice? I didn't even get to use my voice. And here's why. <laughs> um, I, um, Faith No More, my favorite band of all time, ever of all time. And by the time I got into them, they'd already like split up. So they were, they were like done and gone by like 98, I think. And I got into them in like the early 2000s. So this band of just magic. So I never, ever, ever thought I'd see them. And then they, re- they, they reformed and then played the same stage as my band on the same day. And I was like, <laughs> what's happening in the world? And I saw my pattern in a similar way to you walking towards me. And I, I got myself into the headspace to be like, I'm going to do that. And I got towards him and then I looked into Mike Patton's big, mad, maniac, mad eyes and I went, nah, fuck it, I'll talk to him. <laughs> and I just shit out 100% and just went, I'm going to walk past him like I don't care. Nice. I've, never, I've never said anything to him. Yeah. <sighs> but that year, that year um, Limp Bizkit's publicist came on to us while we were sitting outside our dressing room and said, Limp Bizkit just want to say they really appreciate you um, after 
all their time away because we were one of the only bands who were champion championing them outright all of the time like people had gone off new metal wasn't cool to like Limp Bizkit anymore and anything like that shit but we just fucking never stopped adoring them every interview I did I would say like oh Limp Bizkit were a vital part of of everything that happened and yeah so for him to come over and be like Limp Bizkit know about you was the number one we were like Jesus Christ surely they don't sorry apologize to them <laughs> and then um, yeah uh, because we were keeping them relevant we were like well technically we've been doing you a job for you then <laughs> and now we can't get Fred Durst on the podcast because all he sends you is lightning bolts we try and DM him yeah do me a favour after this tweet or go on Instagram and tell Fred Durst to go on Sapnin Podcast please. for fuck's sake right please I sent him a DM saying please come on my podcast it will just be me rimming you for an hour <laughs> I won't talk I won't talk about that film that flopped. <laughs> I won't talk about any new album stuff. Like, I won't talk about anything you do. Literally, it will just be me going, oh, thank you for everything. There's the voice. How do you recognize that voice? Yeah. Because that's, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, please get in touch with Fred Durst and get him to come on for God's sake. Yeah, please do. We're desperate for it. Um, just before we let everyone go and they can actually watch some bands today. Um, We've mentioned a few times how special this week has been, and especially these shows. And I'm sure there's like a lot of lot of little memories and just flat like just just come in while um while taking it all in. Is there anything in particular that stands out from this week that you just thought like this is incredible? You go first. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I think I just I nothing specific because it's all just been like this overwhelming like wave of like positivity nostalgia and just an amazing just unbelievable experience 
I'm rubbish, right? And I oh come on, man! Let me, no, let me finish. <laughs> all right, all right, sorry. I'm rubbish. That was it. Uh, so I'm 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 rubbish in the sense that I always like no matter when good stuff happens, my brain just goes and here's the tiny negative hidden within that you can focus on. So you know, amazing stuff would happen, and everyone would be like, "Wasn't that amazing?" I'm like, nah, but you see, and they're like, "Christ, sort of like, what a dry out." So <laughs> this this week, I've been like focusing on the point of being like, "Enjoy it, you dickhead." <laughs> You've been negatively trying to be positive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at you, I'm si- you dick. yeah. Look at you, my own brain. I'm sick and tired of you and your shit. So why don't you enjoy it for a bit? So I just want to say thank you to every single person who came and watched us yesterday, and anything because. Honestly, just it it was mind blowing. We didn't know how it was gonna go. We were like hopeful it would be good, and it was just mesmerizingly brilliant. So that's it really for yeah. me. It's just thank you to everybody who made it happen. Yeah. And you, Sean? Um there was a moment Monday where we went on stage and um I looked up to the right and my mother was there oh. and she was crying. And um, I was like, oh, yes, my mom's crying with happiness. And then I realized, I was like, oh, no, she's crying because the last time she was here, my dad was here. So I just thought I put a terrible, terrible end to this segment there by making you all feel bad. Um, but no, like, like Bob said, yeah. it's been so fucking good. We genuinely didn't think, we didn't think anybody would come to the Mirtha show. And that was just 200 people. So to see that fucking tent absolutely rammed yesterday was fucking incredible I went back had a bit of a cry to myself after it I'm going to do it now mm, no I'm not oh. no I'm not oh. 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 I'll turn into Tom Jones oh Elvis said to me he said never cry in front of an audience <laughs> and uh only chief only anyway oh. um, that's Elvis that's Elvis that's what he did um <laughs> But yeah, uh, no, it's been fantastic. Thank you very much. We've genuinely, genuinely appreciated. We're not fucking blase. We're not fucking looking over it. We genuinely, we never thought we'd get to do it again. So the fact that we got to do it has been fucking amazing. So yeah. thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And thank you. And I think I can speak for everyone here, honestly, from my perspective as well. It's just been so beautiful to see you guys enjoying it, seeing the reaction, seeing the love and just having this again. So I'm buzzing about it. Um, thanks to everyone for coming along and being supportive with this and the band. And um, yeah, enjoy the rest of your download festival experience and look out for what these lot are going to be doing uh, next year. Maybe. Question yes. mark. Yes. Yeah, follow us on all the socials. At the Blackout on Twitter, at Blackout Music on Instagram. We got a TikTok, but we're too fucking old for that shit, so whatever. And at Sapling Pod for us as well. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Sapling! Sapling! Thank you. Yes! That was my good friend and hetero life partner, James Bob Davis of The Blackout. Thank you very much to him again for saving our bacon and doing our live podcast because we had another guest who um, (laughs) forgot to tell us he wasn't going to be there Saturday. So that that was great. But yes, Bob saved our bacon. He absolutely fucking smashed it. He was funny. He was serious. He was articulate. He was 
a delight, an absolute delight. Do you know what? Thinking about it, there's nobody I'd rather have done it who was as good as Bob was on that, I think. Yeah, he's absolutely perfect. I think it was just... Superstar. The, the best combination of everything and worked out well. I think it was nice the day after you guys playing such an emotional setback to kind of sit down and dissect everything and uh, and give that audience what they wanted in terms of news and, and just the thoughts and feelings, everything to start the day. So thanks again for Downloads Festival for uh, inviting us to do that, booking us and for getting us involved with the festival as much as you do. It's been a great experience for me these last two years in particular. I wouldn't have ever thought we'd get to do these kind of stuff and I'm really excited to, to do more live podcasts again in front of live audiences and just have a good laugh of everything. Thanks to everyone came out to watch. It was early. If you didn't and you listened back to this, that's perfectly fine. I want to give a shout out to, um, <laughs> to, to Glenn Ballard taking some wonderful photos of us uh, as well, nice which you can go and check out at Pod on Twitter and Instagram over the next few days. And just everyone from Andy Coppin, to Danica, to Jenny, Clive. to Lege, to Kat, just the whole Downloads Festival team from the behind the scenes, to their PR, to people who put on the stages, everything. Just a really lovely, lovely week. Absolutely fantastic week. Thanks again to everybody. Like you said, everybody at Download. Um, Andy Coppin didn't have to leave the blackout to do that warm-up show. And when I saw him backstage at Download uh, before the blackout went on, um, first thing he said was, what the fuck have we done to your hair? And then <laughs> he said, thank you so much for playing. And I said, don't be so fucking stupid, will you? Thank you very much for letting us play Mirtha as well. It meant the world to us. And he said, that's all right. That was just foreplay before the main event. Hey. He was right, because our tent was fucking rammed. It was full of love, literally from front to back, right? I met, so I met some people in the guest area on Saturday, and they said to me, Hiya, are you from the Blackout? And I said, oh, yeah, sorry. And they <laughs> said, oh, it's okay. We caught you for the first time yesterday. We thought you were a completely new band. And then we walked into the tent and we heard everybody singing every word to every song. Wow. And I was like, must have been like walking into a cult, was it? And she was like, <laughs> yeah, it was all a whoa. I'm waving going on. I went, that'll do it. Yeah. Mm. So, so many people came to see us. The majority of people who um, knew who we were and sang every fucking word. And then there was new people then who had just found us, which is fucking mental when you think about it. Because where have you been? Where have you been? (laughs) Eight years ago. Yeah. If they all come up to me and went, oh, yeah, we've been deaf for the last 20 years. I'm blind. um, But we love rock. Um, That would make sense. But they didn't. Yeah. The fact that anybody new came to see the blackout as well and was like, oh, that was good is nuts to me. So yeah, everybody, what a fucking wholesome, brilliant, amazing, wonderful experience I was. And if you look back at any recordings, every time I go near the crowd, you can see me looking about and I swear to God, it must have been every five people I knew somebody. (laughs) It was fucking mad. Like I was literally looking about smiling constantly. There's moments where I see some of um, my best friends crowd surfing and yeah, it was just a wonderful experience to see all the people who used to come see the blackout back in the day, people who were patrons of this podcast, um, people who literally toured with the blackout, people from other bands, shout out to Connor from Yashin. He, I saw him on someone's <laughs> shoulders at one point, giving it big arms. 
And now I've looked back at the photo, it does look like he's threatening to fight me mid-gig. <laughs> so um, it's a shame I didn't happen because could have been some good press of both of us. <laughs> oh, but no, what a lovely time. I was right in the middle of that tent watching you guys as well and like just see everyone's reactions. There was literally, uh, there was someone in the crowd who was so excited that the fact you walked on with this blonde hair uh, she kind of did like a <gasps> double take breath, like, oh my God, no way, stop, stance. And you yeah. blew her mind just before you play the song. I think that sums up how the little things people were really appreciating and just um, that this is a thing again. And I didn't think me dying my ear would be that big a deal, but I've literally seen, I saw a video. <laughs> I saw a video where we're coming on and we've got like this big dramatic old Fortuna intro and you could just... <laughs> You could hear someone go, fucking hell, his ears blonde! <laughs> like, it was a physical impossibility to, yeah. to ever have blue, blonde hair again. Like, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, like, yeah, I did it for a laugh. Um, I didn't think for a fact I would come out looking like Jimmy Savile, but here we are. <laughs> oh. um, sorry about that. Um, yeah, not a great look, but it's a funny look, and that's what I like about it. <laughs> yeah. I was going around telling people I was Mongrel the Bounty Hunter, Dog dog and Beth's illegitimate Welsh son. And as I mentioned on stage, February 2024, we are going on tour. We're going to do um, a week of shows up and down the UK. So please, please, please fucking, for the love of God, come to that. From the reaction we had at the tent, it seems like a lot of people would be up for it. And we've got enough time now. For everybody to get babysitters planned, um, work breaks planned if they need them, whatever us old people now need to sort, we need to uh, do that before February. So everybody, please, please stay alive till March 2024, because we all need to fucking have a laugh in a room, get sweaty and hang out and sing those old songs together again. Yeah, so that's what everyone wants. And that's a perfect excuse just to reunite with old friends as well. I just wanted to put out there that the amount of people... That was another thing. Uh, <laughs> very sorry to cut you off, Mog. Very, but I am very excited with this because we're talking about me, I suppose. Right, but, okay. So there's loads of like little blackout clicks, I guess, right? Of like four to five people in each group who haven't seen each other for eight years. And then they were all coming together and hanging out again. And it was fucking magic. Absolute fucking magic. And I hope you understand how much this means to us and how much it meant to other people made us as you heard from Bob saying about the crying guy it literally meant the fucking world to us that it meant anything to anybody else so thank you very much sorry Moog carry on I was just trying to say actually kind of before you carry on <laughs> no carry on another thing about me I wanted to bring <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no I was just trying to nobody's say nobody's mentioned that I wore and I make Dirty Love denim jacket on stage. That was I good, did. That was good. Don't get me wrong. It didn't last long because it was fucking boiling up it, right? But for that but one I made photo the you've got with it, it's great. It was worth it. Yeah, yeah. I know. I'm going to have to keep yeah. fucking posting until people go, do you know what? I'd like one of them t-shirts. I think I can put them on sale. <laughs> fucking get one. Anyway. Sorry, bud. Go on. Carry on. I was just trying to say... Being, it was the Oh, did you see Gavin standing on the crowd? That was fucking mad. Do you know what? I never expect... Do you know what? Right, let me explain. When we rehearse, right, we just go through the songs. We don't fucking act out like we're playing live. We're literally... We never did that anyway. But now we're older. We're definitely not going to fucking rock out and practice in front of each other, right? So the fact that Gavin went full fucking loopy... 
loopy doopy, and fucking started climbing on the crowd, right? And got about six rows in and was just standing up, right? I never thought I would see that again. So I was fucking chuffed. Sorry, Morg. Carry on. <laughs> just great to see so many old friends that I don't get the chance to see that much now and meet people from online that you know you just never get to never get to see. Those people were there. Very, very wholesome. I had so many smiles. I had a really, really good time. It was just the best. So thank you for everyone for giving a shit about this podcast as well. We just really, really appreciate it. And that in particular leads on to our wonderful Patreon community. Like I know we talk about them all the time. We big them up and we say how important they are. But it was it's just incredible. I, we can't put into words how much they have embraced this whole week in general. The amount who came to Merthyr, the amount who came to download, the amount who have gone to see the live podcast, the amount who have stopped us for photos, wanting to be with each other. Never mind us just each other and hang out. Some of them have been touring all across the UK, just visiting different members, have been going out, they've been going for food. It's just incredible. I, I can't think of a better word to use because it is just boggles our mind that this is a thing and we've somehow created this beautiful, beautiful community. We owe so much to them. We want to thank them as much as we can for being a thing. It is, is literally the best thing to come out of this podcast. So thank you so much to our Patreon community for making our world this past week and just being there for each other. If you'd like to get involved, please head over to patreon.com forward slash sapnin. Um, if you head to the description of this in every episode, there's loads of names there that we thank. But as always, Sean is going to give a mahusive shout out to the elite members of our Sapnin podcast Patreon community. Those are the lovely bastards in the top tiers. Thank you very much. Kylie Wheeler, Mayumi Liwue, Janelle Kastan, Paul Hirschfield, Scarlett Charlton, Tony Michael, Kelly Ewan, Dilly Grimwood, Natasha Morris, Nathan Croshaw, Mitch Perry, Emma Barber, Kat Bess and Jenny Robertson, Murray Grimwood, Scott Successful Burger Delivery Jones, Amy Dawson, Amy Louise, Stuart McNaught, Ellen Southfield, Stephen Aston, Carol Robertson, Kate Patek, Louis Cook, Martina McManus, Carl Pendlebury, Danny Eaton, James McNaught, Jenny Munster, Jason Aredia, Emily Perry, John and Emma, Emma Evans-Roberts, Craig Harris, Evan, Sean Fiennes, Kalila Keen, Ollie Amesbury, Adam King and the Goss Parcel, Josh never fall in love with a tennis player, love means nothing to them, Crisp. Thank you very much, Alice Wood, Cal David Smith and Connor Lewins and everyone who's part of our Patreon, check it out. Um, you can join our Patreon for as little or as much as um, you can afford. It's all good. But let's just say, rumour has it that our Patreon... Something's happened on our Patreon and I might have to be getting four words of a Patreon's choice tattooed on my skin for Ooh. life. We made the tear up as a joke, hoping it would get publicity just off people going, look at these twats. They've got a $20,000 option where you can, go, where they'll come live with you. And then they've got one where sure will get a tattoo like an idiot. But guess what? This fucking idiot's got to get a tattoo, I think. So... Oh. Oh. <laughs> but yeah thank you very much to everybody involved with our patreon honestly what a fucking group what a fucking bunch of legends what a heart-filling fucking brilliant group of people they are and they've come together and i cannot i cannot i'm nearly crying i cannot stress enough how fucking cool it is to see the patreon people hanging out together and just Talking to him and meeting him and just spending time, is, it's been fucking amazing. So thank you very much to everybody else we've met this week. 
And yeah, thank you very much. You are fucking superstars. Yes, we love every single person listening to this. Thank you for clicking it and listening, tuning in, whatever you do to podcasts. It's weird terminology these days. Um, this is supposed to be a very happy episode, but it's turned quite emotional. So let's just wrap it up here. <laughs> we'll be back next week and every Friday with more special guests and silly nonsense in between. Uh, so click subscribe wherever you're listening. Have a great week and we'll see you next time. Yes, go back to listen to our download special, which came out Wednesday. If you haven't already, some absolutely good chats on there. Eric from I Prevail, Elizabeth Hale. And of course, we had moderation sunscreen on as well. Um, McGuck's friend. Yeah, he's friends with, with McGuck. McGuck. I. Let's fucking finish for God's <laughs> sake. Sapling! Sapling! Just fucking gonna waffle on forever. Right, I gotta get this fucking dust out my nose. <laughs> You're listening to Sapling Podcast with Sean Smith and Morgan Richards. Thank you very much for downloading this podcast or streaming it or I don't, I don't know what else you do with podcasts. Um, thank you very much.